There goes Brant bouncing around in OBS. Thanks, Brant. Now, now he's back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 126 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast. Uh, we're now a, a audio-video live ensemble. Uh, we assemble every Wednesday night on YouTube and Twitch just for your viewing and listening pleasure. Uh, you can also join the chat and chime in. We had a, a harassing individual with us last week we had a good time with them so thank you for your contribution uh fiddling banjo or something fiddling like that. gangsta fiddling gangsta thank you fiddling gangsta we don't see you on the chat today please come back we need uh we need to drive up that twitch viewership uh tonight we have the super mario 35th anniversary celebration is actually officially outlined a shinmu anime has been announced uh we'll get the opinions of the anime cast here uh, Xbox Series S and X date and prices have been outlined at last. NVIDIA announced next-gen cards. Nintendo breathes new life into Hyrule Warriors. Well done, Brant. And Kingdom Hearts question mark, not on Switch. I'm Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Brant McKee. What's up? And, of course, Cesar Concepcion the second CMC2, as he's known as. Are you excited that there's an anime story, sir? Yeah, I'll watch it. <laughs> ten out of ten. We'll watch. Yeah, they put it, they put it on Adult Swim and they put it everywhere. You can watch. It's easy to watch. That's a good thing, right? Uh, put your product everywhere where people can see it. What is the end game, though? I guess we'll get there with news. But uh, does that drive up sales for Shinmu One and Two HD Collection, <laughs> or is it just pure fan service? And this I think. Is how they, this no, is how I think they flesh out. Yu Suzuki. He's a. He's a executive over it, and he's actually implementing stuff that was cut out the first two games in that series. So there's actually some storylines that they didn't explore. They're going to explore it in the anime. So sure, we jumped into that. Let's just go ahead and make it the first story. So this will... Uh, Shimu was famously, what, 16 chapters, I think? Yeah. And the first game was... I think it encompassed the first two chapters, maybe? And then, of course, they famously ran out of uh, money developing for the Dreamcast. Um, so, sir, there's more details about it, I guess, than what's in this article. Yeah. 13-episode so anime. Yeah, they don't go into much details whatever right online. So, I mean, it's just done by Telecom Animation, who's, like, uh, been doing a lot of uh, production for Crunchyroll on their original series. Do they make good stuff? Yeah. Okay, so this is in good hands. Not, nothing nothing about quality. Off. Yeah, they, they've done good, good stuff. I mean, Tower of God is very popular right now, and that's based off a Korean comic. So, cool. Um, outside of that, I mean, it, that was the only difference. I mean, that they were going to go, uh, Yu Suzuki confirmed he was going to be executive produced on it. This, this was in con- conjunction with Adult Swim. It's going to be played on Adult Swim, and then they, it was going to tell. I don't think it goes into detail about how far they're going to tell the story. Uh, the first two games, mm-hmm. but he did say that there was going to be some story threads that weren't explo- uh, explored in the first game that they had to cut for various reasons that they will explore in this anime. So that's cool. I know they're creative, and he's you know he's been sitting on this franchise for twenty five years at this point. Mm-hmm. So you know he's going to want to flesh out. I mean, he's not going to be able to make what thirteen more games, twelve more games. So this is another avenue to explore that universe. His creation, you know, his world. Yeah. Because I think he's just trying to finish the games. I know he's trying to get a fourth one done, so. There's a little, um, like, a preview, I guess. And the animation looks great on there. I think it looks wonderful. Brent, I think uh, our Shinmu adventures are well documented. Are you a fan of the series? 
Uh, honestly, I've never played the series. Oh. And I bought the uh, HD collection over here. Yep. And uh, I believe... Yeah, it's still in the shrink wrap. <laughs> <laughs> I just haven't gotten to it. We uh, but, we we kickstarted uh, the third one many years ago in the middle of a PlayStation conference. But I'm I'm very familiar with it. I mean, the the game has has been everywhere. It's been memed. Um, and if there's anything I want from this anime, I want um, at least a little bit of kind of robotic voice acting. And I want him to look for some sailors. He's got to look for some sailors. Those are criteria, right? That has to be. Yeah. That has to be accomplished. Accomplished in the in the anime for it to be a true Shinmu. And then there has to be at least uh, thirty minutes of him standing in the corner looking at his watch. <laughs> Getting kicked out of shop. I can't hear you for some reason. It's like you're underwater. Yeah. Kicked out of shops. There, there we go. go. Yeah. Getting kicked out of shops. <laughs> the true experience. Buying hot dogs from a Jamaican street vendor who dances. <laughs> All right, let's move on to uh, Nintendo's 35th Super Mario Brothers Anniversary Direct. Hell yeah. Oft rumored, oft speculated, especially on this podcast. I think last week Cesar was kind of rounding up the rumors, and then we got the show, what, the next morning after next we recorded? Day. Yes, Daniel, yep. man. Yeah. When's it? Was- uh, he celebrated 35th anniversary today. That was his first week. <laughs> It was right after that, and then the floodgates just opened. So I saw the news come pouring in, and then I kind of skipped through the direct, because once you've seen the news, you don't really have to watch every minute detail. But uh, what'd you guys think? Just a, hot, a quick hot take. Loved it. There we go. Cesar? Yeah, it's good, good uh, especially since everything's coming out so soon. But I mean, it looks like they had yes. everything done for a while, and it's probably just pushed push, push back. I think they, uh, yeah. you said they used that example, that uh, Super Mario Maker... Uh, course thing which was supposed to be set in april like five months ago so yeah that event i think they set to, to be like april 4th or something yeah because mm-hmm. it was supposed to be more of a whole year thing so you saw that this whole thing probably got pushed back about five months so year of mario mm-hmm. so of course we're talking about uh i think the big thing is super mario 3d all-stars which packages super mario 64 super mario sunshine and super mario galaxy all in one package uh super mario 64 looks unchanged some sort of emulation uh, Super Mario Sunshine is in 16 by 9 widescreen support, and it looks like a uh, progressive scan built in, maybe some upscaling going on. And uh, Super Mario Galaxy is, uh, again, the same thing, upscaling. Um, and you can use the split Joy-Cons for the two-player Wii compatibility if you want to have, if you want to sucker someone into pointing at the star bits <laughs> and play player <laughs> two. Well, uh, I've I've actually got some little bit on this game. I've been watching a lot of things of side by sides, um, mm-hmm. showing the the differences of, of right. the originals and the new ones, and everything looks really really nice in the uh, these these new versions, these you know upscale ports, I guess if you want to call them that. Um, I know as soon as it was done, I, I texted you and I said I want to see anybody that's mad, and the longer time went on, people were getting mad, and I can understand <laughs> I can understand a little bit of it. But, like, honestly, what do you want? Because so many people wanted this. Yeah. Um, I saw some people mad, uh, like, speedrunning community doesn't know, because just from one sound bit out of Mario 64, it seems like they're using a different 
version than the original, <laughs> and there not, might not be the backwards long jump. Who, so who sees this? Damn that speedrunner community. Um, a big thing with uh, Mario Sunshine via Nintendo's uh, Japan site is that it is not technically compatible with the GameCube controller. Cannot use the uh, USB to GameCube controller adapter. Um, I mean, you can you can still plug it in, and I'm sure it plays. But the thing is, you're going to be at a disadvantage if they've mapped anything to um, like the sticks that click in. You know, the yeah. GameCube controller only has three triggers. Um, we will have to try that. I think I'm down to try that like day one and see how that works. And then, of course, the GameCube controller had the adaptive triggers. Um, the analog triggers, and yeah, the analog. There we go. Um, whereas the Switch is just tactile buttons. Um, and then the other thing was uh, Super Mario Galaxy uh, in tabletop and TV mode is f- like forced um, Joy-Con motion control use. Uh, if you oh, they play, do make you play that way. Yes, if you play it in handheld, the touch controls are now mapped to... or the, Yeah, the motion controls are mapped to the touch screen, okay. which is going to be kind of awkward because I remember having to, it's been forever since I've played that one, but I remember having to do like a spin jump with the uh, with the motion controls and there's different ways of collecting the stars. So if you're trying to like combo some jumps and do a spin jump, you're going to have to take your hand off the, off the switch. You're going to sacrifice either your directional or your, your jump because you're going to have to take your hand off the controls to use the the touch screen. So that's going to be interesting to see how that works out. But that's I just wanted to bring that up as as things I've heard and seen oh, elsewhere. Those are good updates. Good updates. Uh this is a limited edition uh <laughs> me and Cesar uh, had a pretty lengthy discussion about this. This is a limited edition release from what September 18th is when it comes out to mm-hmm. The end March. of March, specifically yeah. 31st. March 31st, the end of their fiscal year. And uh, that is a limited release, not only physically, uh, production of the cartridges, but digitally. You will no longer be able to download this three-game, $60 glorious package after that day. And Cesar and I could not figure out for the life of us why they would do that. Uh, Brant, do you have any thoughts? <laughs> He's shaking his head. It's a very Nintendo thing to do. Uh, this show was packed with some interesting, um, very Nintendo-style reveals and products, but um, yeah. this one's very puzzling, and a lot of people immediately go, well, hopefully they will do this limited release, um, both physical and digital, and then eventually, somewhere down the line, maybe they want to release them one by one. Like As the, split the games off into twenty dollars SKUs or yeah, something. Either that or even twenty five dollars. You know, get get a little bit of money's worth out of them. Yeah. For people think, that didn't early adopt. I think a lot of people I've seen online, a lot, a lot of analysts have been saying that the, they're going for the Disney Vault. That's what they're going for. The forced scarcity thing. Yeah. And then they'll release it in some other point in some other generation. Yeah. Get it while it's hot. Uh, pre-orders up just about everywhere. Cesar, did you jump on more than one copy like we were talking about? Uh, I think I got the $49 one from Walmart. Yeah. You got in on the uh, price error. Mm-hmm. 
I got the I got the Walmart price error. I got one at Target and uh, one at Best Buy. So hopefully, if friends run into issues, I got them covered. If not, I don't see a world where this is worth less than sixty dollars. I don't know why they're doing this except for everybody's going to buy them up. But I think the overall these are three great games. I'm excited to have all three of these games available. And uh, you know, we're all about having more games available in more places. That's why the scarcity kind of pisses me off. But I am also excited by the door being opened for here you have a, a 64, a GameCube, and a Wii game being emulated. And I'm sure they're going to be done well. So what is what else does that open the door to, you know? Are we going to get more 64 games? Are we going to get more GameCube games? Are Wii games going to be easier to bring over? So I think that leads to some exciting possibilities as well. And, you know, the hackers are going to break it open and <laughs> <laughs> they're going to have playing on there, whatever they want to have. Yeah. Uh, what else from this new show? There's a uh, a deluxe version of the Wii U platformer Super Mario 3D World. Uh, this news is summarized nicely for us by Tom Phillips at Eurogamer.net. So Super Mario 3D World, the long rubbered port of the Wii U game, uh, is coming February 12th, 2021, with an expansion called Bowser's Fury. It's gonna be. It's gonna have mysterious new gameplay sections. First tease. So I, I think we'll find out more about that later. Kind of like also, they did with the Mario and Luigi series, where they added like Bowser's minions and things like that to it. It was also revealed that this one will have online co-op. Very cool. Hmm. Streaming potential, Brant. Could get back to that, maybe. Yes. Hopefully. <laughs> Speaking of uh, streaming potential, we're we've gotten uh, Super Mario Brothers. I guess it's Super Mario All-Stars is released on the Super Nintendo's Nintendo Switch Online service, mm-hmm. which gives you Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers The Lost Level, Super Mario Brothers 2, and Super Mario Brothers 3, the 16-bit iterations of those, all good games. Slightly different from their 8-bit counterparts. And I think one of the biggest surprises was um, Super Mario Brothers 35. It's kind of a Tetris 99-esque uh, battle royale of Super mm-hmm. Mario. Shit looks good. This also is a limited time. It arrives on uh, October 1st and will be playable until March 2021. March 31st, 2021. Another weird decision, Tom Phillips notes. And they also detailed uh, uh, an AR version of Mario Kart. Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. It's a $100 SKU. Let you drive real Mario Kart toys around your living room <laughs> via virtual tracks which duck through and around your furniture. Either a Mario and Luigi... Or Luigi toy will ship alongside copies on October 16th. And the box has a digital code inside. For oh, anybody wondering. Yeah. <laughs> no card. You need the floor space to uh, to do some AR Mario karting. Cesar, is this the next level Mario Kart experience you've been craving? No, but I'm glad to see that they're doing weird shit like they used to do with the Wii. So <laughs> they kind of skip <laughs> that generation. The, this is the Odama of the Switch so far. Because <laughs> I mean... Kart. Because we have which one's the the cardboard bullshit and yep. I mean the ring fit. I mean they've done a lot of weird stuff this Gen two. They haven't done yep. this since the the Wii. So at least they're keeping it weird still, which not a lot of companies do. So good. This on is them. the fun Nintendo. They're like, okay, we got a product out there selling gangbusters. We're gonna make our money. Let's let's open up the wing of development that does all the wacky shit and let's just let them go crazy on this. The Wonka division of Nintendo. Do. do what? I said the Wonka division of Nintendo. That's them. That's them. The imagination developers. 
Uh, another cool product that was announced is a Game & Watch Super Mario Brothers handheld. It will play Super Mario Brothers. Uh, it's not in this news. I read this somewhere. Uh, it'll act as an alarm clock, and it will also play Super Mario Brothers Lost Levels. Everybody has experience with the Game & Watch? Yes. It will uh, also play... Still have Ball. Line, so. <laughs> Ball. <laughs> An advanced version of Ball. It's a full-color display. Looks really good. It's got a D-pad on it. A and B buttons. Uh, does anybody have a Game & Watch? Or had a Game & Watch? I still got mine. I have Donkey Kong and Fire, I think, are the two that I have. Might be fun to break out. and. I got the OG Super Mario Brothers one. The Sky Blue one. You have the original Mario Brothers one. Mm-hmm. This was, uh, I missed the era of the original Game & Watch. I ended up with the Tiger Electronics. Brent, did you end up uh, with any of those Man. as a youngster? I think, there were, I think there was three of them. I think I got the last iteration, which is the widescreen edition. So. Oh, nice. Not like the early 80s pre-Nintendo-esque ones? I didn't get the crystal screen or the special version. I know there's three of them. I, did I you got get the a, last iteration. Is yours a PAL one, or you got it when you were over here? Uh, well, I got it on, on the base, so it's an American one. It would have been an import? Okay. I didn't know how that worked. Uh, the Game of Watch looks pretty cool. You all need to check that out if you haven't seen it. There is a Super Mario-themed Splatoon event. Animal Crossing New Horizon uh, fans will be able to add Super Mario-themed furniture to their islands, along with um, various political <laughs> signs that they can put in their yards. Gosh. Which is odd, but hey, this is that time of year. Uh, Tom Phillips goes on to note the like the Lego NES Mario thing that came out. Do you think all this was meant to tie into that same announcement? Probably. And Lego Lego kind of just went full speed ahead earlier in the year. Yeah, I mean they got to get their stuff out at some point, right? So mm -hmm. you can't hold them up too much. So I guess they just kind of try to get everything lined up at around that same time. They've got deadlines. Okay, what is, uh, you guys get Super Mario 3D All-Stars and what, next week, week and a half? What's the first title you fire up when you pop it in there? It's got to be 64. Start from the top. Play 64. Yeah, yeah. And then work your way up. Yeah, yeah. chronologically. Yeah. 64 was such a revelation of like 3D and you had this new control stick and you were trying to navigate that world and figure that out. I kind of want to feel that same experience. Um. Remember the DS one, how crappy it was, like with the D-pad or that little thumb thing they tried to make you use on the bottom screen? So it's almost like a, a break-in period, like, okay, how does this how does this uh, circle pad feel on the Switch for to play Mario 64? Because I've been pulling off those jumps for, what, 20-something years at this point? 25 years almost? So. Oh, speaking of 25 years, we didn't put the, any of the PlayStation stuff on here. That's it's exciting to me. Quarter century of PlayStation. Mm-hmm. It's a long time to be the platform leader. They've won every generation they've been in, technically. All right. Uh, I think that's all the Mario stuff, right? We catch everything? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, yeah, that's it. Asi aside from maybe some clothing and uh, Mario, like uh, Mario Pumas. Mm-hmm. Get your, uh, outside get your of that. copy of that game if you want it. And the the last in the story added by Brant, I think somebody on Twitter said that uh, after that Hyrule Wars was announced that Nintendo has nothing left to announce for this year. They said, this is it. Drink it in. All the leakers have uh, tapped mm -hmm. out. They said anything else will be next year. So they said the uh, everybody, hope, everybody hoping for Bayonetta 3. Keep hoping. 
There's so a lot of festive people. Big, now we have the big September game, right? Mm-hmm. Your big October game is Pikmin? Yeah, and the mm-hmm. Hyrule Cadence. Physical. With the the physical. Pack. November yeah. is... Hyrule Warriors, which we're going to yep. we're going to discuss, and then December's just they don't have to worry about putting something out in December. It's all gonna. I think the next one will be their February one, which is the for now, which is three three D World. So yep, I can get by with that. They'll be fine with uh with coasting for December January. More than enough games to play and catch up on. I'm kind of I I started Galaxy what about six months ago, like right before we moved. So I'm excited to to give Galaxy another spin, another <laughs> whirl. Sorry. <laughs> All right, who I've been talking a lot. Who wants to do the Xbox stories? We finally uh, the the doors are open on Team Xbox's plans. We have dates, we have prices, we have SKUs, we have no launch titles, but <laughs> but we have everything else. Yeah, outside, outside of that, I mean, they announced that the Series X was going to launch. Uh, they're both consoles are launching November 10th. The Series X for 4.99 and the Series S for 2.99. Uh, they said that you can do the one uh, one time payment or you can do the monthly rate for the X. I think it's 34.99 for 24 months, and then for the Series S is 24.99 for 24 months. Which is an if, awesome program. Awesome, awesome program for everybody. And they said if you're already part of that program, you can go ahead and do your upgrades now. You don't have to wait till November. Uh, Ooh, I know someone in that program. Yeah. I wonder if he can go ahead and uh, get that ball rolling. There's a form. You just got to fill it out, and then they will mail him his new uh, Series X console. Oh, wow. Okay. They said uh, people who already have it, they can upgrade now. Everybody else has to wait until the new console is released. He um, can get one now? He can get one sent to him? He can do the upgrade process that way. Oh, he, he can go through the whole out. Yeah. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. That way he'll get it the day it comes out. Um, he doesn't have to wait to do the pre-orders either. Right. Uh, then they announced that um, they're adding EA Play to Game Pass. And this was their news they were handing out uh, bolstering Game Pass. Somebody mm-hmm. was uh, throwing those rumors around uh, for PC and for Ultimate. I think the only difference is they just announced they're doing a price increase on the PC one. I think it's going to be five more dollars a month now. Yeah, that uh, just came out. So you're, part if of you already game, have like, Ultimate locked in, that's even more of a bonus. Uh, and that, which can be used across the Series X, Series S, Xbox One, Windows 10 PCs, and grants access to more than 60 Electronic Arts titles. Uh, outside of that, they broke down the specs. Um, Series S is using the same CPU, just at, a, I think, a, was it a lower clock speed? Barely. Mm-hmm. It's 3.6 compared to 3.8. Yeah. So this is the Lockhart, and it kind of it kind of leaked of sorts, and then Xbox just went full in and put the trailer out there and said, "Here it is," that kind of stuff. And that was that was what this past Monday, I think. Mm-hmm. It was and like, yeah. I wasn't expecting this Lockhart console to be this this much of a beast. This is a pretty powerful be- uh, machine for two ninety nine. Yeah, they were. I mean, this was the rumors for a while. It's just going to be a lower. They were using the same parts. It was just lower spec. Because you got to yeah. remember, there's nothing in these consoles from the Xbox that are custom made. These are already parts are available out in the, the market so there's no additional cost for these it's not like sony where they're doing a specially made uh, audio and especially made hard drive which are still not markedly available which is going to drop the price for them right but um these, these are stuff that's already off the shelf i mean there's nothing entirely like brand brand spanking new out here so i mean they just have everything set at a lower clock speed on the series s so you have it uh it's still the same processor just at a 3.6 and 3.4 with smt enabled uh, it, it's only four teraflops, which is still huge. It's better than the One X. Uh, the what is RAM, the One X again? I got lost in all the teraflop stuff before. I think it's three. Okay. I believe it's three teraflops. 
I could be wrong. I'll have to look it up later. Um, this is uh, purely a... Uh, they Some say it's 12. an 1080p machine, but it's not really. It's, it does uh, upscale port uh, 4K, which is 1440p up to 4K. Um, 120 frames per second. You know, it's going to be a big push for higher frame rates for this gen. Outside of that, I think the only concern would be the you get half the hard drive size, but you can uh, there's an expandable card storage, so you can add and you get terabyte. the you get the same read write speed. You're not taking a hit on that. You still get the fast loading. I think they uh, said today Outer Worlds loads in like two seconds versus like 35 seconds on the One S. Like it's the, 12, the, the I think it's the like 12 seconds or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I know they said they're doing gears in 120 frames per second on the S. Uh, the outer, the end, the the suspend mode. They showed uh, some examples for going out of worlds to skate three, and it flowed uh pretty quickly. Uh, outside of that, I mean, they and then they just sat. You get the flurry of uh, Ubisoft moving up their launch dates for a lot of their games. So I think uh, yeah. now they said Watch Dogs three is going to be coming out November tenth with the console. So it was Assassin's Creed Valhalla and. Uh, Yakuza is also coming out. They moved it up a week, so it was like Gears Tactics, the yeah, Gear, console version, which wasn't. They didn't have a date for, and then they finally gave it a date. So, um, yeah. Outside of that, I mean, that was pretty much it. I mean, they just um, and that that two ninety nine is uh, discless as well. Yeah, it's the digital version. Yep. Why does it say Dolby Vision support for gaming will come first to our next-gen Xbox consoles in 2021? They've had Dolby Vision support. Why is that mentioned? Am I missing something there? I don't know. Unless there, there's a licensing fee on using Dolby, so maybe they don't have a deal to work out until next year. Oh, for the new They're, one yet? So they may not patch it in there until then. I got it. So these are some great values. I'm I'm totally loving that uh, Xbox Series S $24.99 a month for 24 months. It gives you all that stuff. Yeah. That's a hell of a value. That is not bad at all. If, if somebody's ready to jump into this, if they choose this ecosystem and want to go out. Uh, pre-orders open September 22nd, and the launch date is November 10th. And I think I retweeted that thing where somebody from uh, Europe said that that, was, that console was mostly for the European market. So. The digital one? Digital, yeah, the digital one, because they said it's uh, Europe has been a PlayStation continent for a long time. They don't see them dropping four ninety nine for an Xbox, so they figure they do two ninety nine. They said that was the reason why all the Ubisoft games in Europe, all those uh, special editions, those hundred dollar versions, were coming digital only, no no physical copies. They says because it's they're expecting this two ninety nine to sell. That makes sense. To outsell the four ninety nine in Europe. That makes sense. They're looking at marketing that console as a second console. That's what it looks like they're doing for Europe because they don't think they can take europe from playstation europe's kind of always gone their own way they were like uh they were like sega hq for a while mm-hmm. uh what do you guys think about the look of the xbox series x what do you or series s what do you think that big speaker looking thing <laughs> at the top is outside of a meme worthy uh image it looks fine to me i mean yeah. it looks literally like everything else so they're saying yeah. this is their smallest Xbox ever. That's pretty cool that they've got all these features packed into that tiny package. Right. I found it for you, uh, Richard. That's what I was looking for. They said uh, Outer Worlds was loaded in 12 seconds versus 53 seconds on the OS. Okay. 12 to 53. Yeah, I didn't That's think that was, huge, that was a huge of a jump. I think the one you're getting confused with is that PS5 game that loads in two seconds. Yeah. I did read that one at the same time. So yeah. all this yeah. next-gen stuff is just bleeding together. 
This is very think, cool. Yeah, I think this is great. Um, but I, I think we just have to see how much of an impact the delay of Halo Infinite has on the console. Yeah. As well as the um, proprietary uh, expandable storage. Mm-hmm. Um, because those one terabyte expansions are rumored. To, I, I, I don't remember if I saw correctly that if that got um, confirmed or not, but those expansions are around 220 bucks for the one Ooh. terabyte expansion. So to pay 300 bucks for an all digital and just take a game like uh Call of Duty. Halo. Uh, Halo. Halo currently will not fit. Oh, uh, Call of Duty is another big one. They will not currently fit on that 512. You're going to have to constantly delete and then reinstall whatever you want to play unless you buy the new expandable storage. Um, now you could play Xbox One games off a, off a regular external hard drive all day, but if you want to play your new Series X games or Series S games... You're gonna have to buy that proprietary thing, which is gonna be, like I said, rumored another 220. You're having to drop. I didn't think about that. Bring bring up a good point with digital. You're gonna have you would think more space on the on the on the drive, and you have less space in that SKU. It, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And they're not allowing their they're not allowing custom uh, external stores like we use this gen. Correct. You can't just use like a USB three drive and plug it in there and put your installs and all that. I don't believe so. I remember them saying that you could so use. Remember that they said you could use external hard drives for just Old Xbox stuff. One games, yep. yeah, or One Xbox. One and three sixty. Yep. Uh, Cesar, did this cement any of your Xbox purchasing in the future? I was already on board because I have a TV that supports one hundred twenty frames. If I didn't have a one hundred twenty frame TV, I probably wouldn't. I'll get to it when I get to it. You wouldn't want to see how it looks. Are you still keen on the Series X, or do you think the S has has what you're looking for with the frame rate and all that? Like, since the majority of everything I have is on disc, I'll probably do the Series X. That makes sense. That would require me to repurchase a lot of my obscure games. The main right. games would probably be on Game Pass, but my obscure games, uh, I will have to repurchase digital copies if able to. Yeah. I see. I mean, my games play is going to be Halo again. It's two nights at Halo. So I, I've seen my, like, the Xbox to me is like a backwards compatible machine for like playing good versions of the original Xbox and 360 titles and Halo. So I'm right there with you as far as that goes. And I don't even really need Game Pass for Halo because I have a hard copy of that and and the digital copy that we got with our we just lost Brant the digital copy we got with that uh that console that we bought years ago. So all right, that's a good breakdown camera. on Gamatsu. Sal uh, did a great job of comparing the two consoles. Brant, we lost you, sir. We just have a uh, we have a Skype logo for you. That's what About, you represented as. I think he stepped away. It looks like he paused the camera if you watched. Okay. The, he took up the headset for a second. Okay. Um, onwards, I guess we'll leave the Nintendo Hyrule Warriors for him. We'll move on to the next story, which is <laughs> Kingdom Hearts not on Switch. Kingdom Hearts is not on Switch. We we don't want to talk graphics cards, sir. <laughs> All right, we can. Let's just do that, and we'll come back to graphics cards. Not a big deal. Okay. I just kind of glanced over it and just missed that. Um, outside of that, I think uh, they were mentioning talking about Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory was coming in November. They were excited about putting it on Switch. This is the first one in the 
I don't know if I call it a mainline mainline series, but this is the first Kingdom Hearts title to come on a Nintendo console in a while outside of the 3DS, which was, I think, Dream Drop Distance. Dream Drop Distance. Uh, they did make a note that Numara said that they tried to look at the exist, porting the existing titles on there, but they found it difficult, um, which is weird because those are on PS3, but I guess, you know, maybe... Yeah. Something about that Tegra architecture, maybe trying to convert that. Yeah, I couldn't. We couldn't argue against it because if those those came out in 360, also you might have had an easier time because it'd probably be easier to port those 360 ones over. Because I know that right. PS3 one was a little bit different of a beast. So uh, maybe it was too much work to. I don't know. Uh, did they, you know, all those did they use of, the PS3 ones to build the PS4 remasters? And uh, I believe so, but I think a lot of that was okay. built from the ground up, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, they kind of redid a lot of that stuff. Well, that, I mean, this might just be some some smoke in there. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they do come out with that rumored 4K model that they threw out that story, telling everybody to get stuff 4K ready that they might be able to squeeze out those uh, PS4 ones on there or the Xbox ones on there. So I got you. So, like I said, this might be just the answer he needs to get for now. And If there's different hardware, they might come back and reevaluate it because he did say that at some point he would like... I guess they're looking at considering whatever the next mainline title they're, they're going to try to develop coherently with the switch because uh he was fond of that product i think that's what he said on the future so oh cool and that was all from numero this is all from uh, nintendo life and from liam doolin to and be then, technologically difficult yeah I, I i'm scratching my head on that one i'm thinking it's probably because it was stuck on that ps3 generation and I, they may have issues i'm sure they try to look at doing a ps4 one and maybe i'm sure they can probably get it to work but they didn't want to take those uh sacrifices they did to get doom running on there because you, you got to remember that's a different presentation so <laughs> doom's always your example <laughs> doom or uh wolfenstein 2 or yeah. you know any of those i mean they do god's work getting that stuff running on there but they they're not you know perfect but they work and it's a game but you know you gotta right. look at it from outside this is not square enix this is also a disney ip i think disney we don't realize that disney holds a lot more control over kingdom hearts than we actually think they do yeah, and I'm pretty sure they uh, prefer that their product to come out there is looking as smooth as possible. So yeah, they may not would, say this is this is worthy of representation. Yeah, right. Because remember, these are their characters they're licensing. So yeah, they probably uh, I'm sure they developed something they looked at it and like, and eh, this is not going to cut it for us. You know, we don't like this sense. quality. So that might be part of it. That might not be the only reason. So it, you know, it, it might cost a lot of money for them to go in there and just try to get it to work. So. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if we do hardware. They'll they'll look at it and they pour it over. This is probably just a patience thing. Speaking uh, of new hardware. <laughs> yeah, so this one is from uh, The Verge from Tom Warren. Uh, NVIDIA just did a, a, some graphics card announcements not too long ago and as well showed us 72 different versions of a spatula in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you have so many spatulas? In I, it's really weird, and I'm glad somebody noticed it and pointed it out. So it, looked like a, it looked like a bouquet of spatulas. Like it was supposed to be flowers, but they didn't spatulas. <laughs> That's but, so bizarre. Uh, outside of that, they announced, uh, what was it, the RTX 380. Uh, they are, let me skip, no, I'm skipping around. Nvidia's available today is new GeForce RTX 3000 series graphics cards. Nvidia has been teasing these cards for weeks, and there's been plenty of leaks between the RTX 380, which was made official that, that day based on the Nvidia M Amperture architecture, the RTX 3080 is designed to succeed the 2080 and 2080 Ti cards and improves performance and ray tracing support. Uh, NVIDIA is promising big performance with the RTX 380, up to two times that is the RTX 2080. And it's then faster, crazy. Than, uh, faster than even NVIDIA's RTX 2080 Ti. 
the card will ship out with 10 gigabytes of uh, GDDR6X, which I think is new. I don't think I know we had GDRD6 for a while. I've never uh, heard of 6X either. Which uh, will be priced at 6.99 when it ships on September 17th, which is very soon. Uh, Video is using 8,704 CUDA cores on the RTX 3080, and it's combined with a 1.71 gigahertz boost clock. Uh, that the sucker's fucking huge. Uh, <laughs> it's massive. I can keep going here into the details. Uh, I know it's three cards they announced. Um, nah, we'll, we'll just get lost in the weeds. And I was hoping they'll break it down a little bit better, but they don't really have a graph. This Not he just here. goes he just goes in here in detail about it. There's a third the thirty eighty is the flagship. There's a cheaper thirty seventy that's four ninety nine. Um, and it's affordable. That the four ninety nine is coming in at you know people can actually upgrade this go around. That's I they've think made a bra- major breakthrough. I think that's what a lot of people were saying they were going to that one. They were like, that's that's good enough for me. And then he ended it with a shout out to to myself and and you, Cesar, as he pulled the new 3090 out of the oven because the two of us have cooked our own NVIDIA graphics card in the <laughs> oven. <laughs> but that thing was huge, too, and uh, includes 24 gigs of that GDDR6X uh, memory. That thing was that looked to me like it has to be one of those external style GT uh, GPUs. Like you cannot put that in any sort of case. You need like a brand new custom case to plop that thing down into. And what is it going to run? It's 8K. What is it? 8K, 120 frames per second. What is out there that does that? That Quake 2 RTX thing, maybe? Like, what are you playing? What can you do with that? What can you not do with that? I guess you just you just know that every game you get, just put it on ultra, and you're you're ready to go. I mean the theoretic the theoretical performance on those things are crazy. It's like almost thirty teraflops. Yeah. So I was like, did they, did they price that thirty ninety? That came out uh, of the other. I think the it's eight ninety nine. I think that was the most expensive one. That's still not bad if you wanted to go all in. Uh, my cousin, her husband, he I think he that's what is the one he's going with. He was telling me I talked to him on the phone the other day. He's like, I think I'm going all in, man. No, sir, it's uh fourteen ninety nine, and it is massive. I don't know what you do with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to find a, an actual sheet that goes over, but all these sites are garbage. Yeah, I can't find it's all over the place. It's nothing that breaks down the three that came out. The 3090 is still the Ampere GPU architecture, um, 8K HDR shadow play support. This comes from the Verge too. HDMI 2.1 and a whole lot more. I'm looking for your teraflops since that's how we measure everything now. Uh, the RTX 3090 will be up to 50% faster than the Titan RTX and will require a 750-watt power supply. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I was only just looking at the grass. It said the 3090 8K performance, it would run uh, Forza Horizon 4 at 78 frames per second. Rocket League at 108 frames per second. Control at 57 frames per second. They can't hit 60 on that. On the On which card? On the 3090 and the 8K with a high graphic setting. With oh, at 8K. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Because that one has 32 gigabytes of. Uh... Oh, no, that was just the system they're using. Never mind. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, the... and I think AMD did their announcement that they've got something announcing coming soon. So they're going to do their. Hot on the heels. Yeah, their latest soon. So this is uh, Tom Warren again. I think he sums it up best. Um, 
Given the big promises of 8K gaming, this could be the card you've you've we've been waiting for to really push 4K gaming into higher frame rates and more reliable performance. I think uh, the most the thing I'm most excited for with these next consoles is is better performance. Um, Brent, do you want to finish us out on news with your Hyrule Warrior story that you insisted on having in this? <laughs> <laughs> Just because you didn't have an Animal Crossing story. I will gladly take this. Uh, so this article comes from uh, The Verge. It's Andrew Webster. Uh, yesterday, Nintendo gave us... Uh, they just dropped it out of nowhere. Um, Shadow drop, baby. Came out and said, you know what? We we showed you guys that we're working on Breath of the Wild 2. Uh, we're going to need a little bit more time on that before we can show you any updates or anything. But until then... Here's this new thing you guys are probably going to like. And they, they showed um, that they're working again with uh, Koei Tecmo, who made the uh, Hyrule Warriors uh, in 2014. And this time they're going to be doing a prequel game to Breath of the Wild called Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. So this is going to That's be awesome. the same... I know. I love this Breath game, of the Wild, so this 100 years lore, like where their guardians go crazy and they lose the battle and all that stuff, I can't wait to... I'm, I'm diving into this one. Yeah, somebody, yeah. Uh, some super sleuth took a picture of the screenshot where it says uh, the goal was to survive, and it's like, well, we know how that turned out. Yeah, this is like, <laughs> the, this is like the fall of Reach. This is the yeah. fall of Reach for Zelda. <laughs> I just, that was the one thing they zoned in there, like, the mission statement was survive, we know how this is going to turn out. <laughs> <laughs> Not well. But... <laughs> Uh, but they they did say that they they worked very closely with um, all the Zelda teams uh, on producing artwork, direction, story um, to get everything, make sure everything was was right as far as uh, Breath of the Wild, uh, the style, uh, the game looks beautiful. What they showed, it it's it's still gonna retain the uh, same uh, Dynasty Warriors um, play style that we're we're used to, where it's uh, like one versus one thousand is what they said during the trailer, um, where you're just one single character um, fighting hordes and hordes of enemies. Um, they did say, I think later that it uh, it, it does have co-op, uh, and so far they showed um, the four main guardians. Oh, the purple um, guardians look great. Z- uh, Zelda and, and Link, yeah. Mm-hmm. Proposa, Daruk, Mifa, and uh, uh, Rivali. The bird guy. Rivali's Gale is now ready. That's the only reason I know his name. I spam <laughs> the this, hell out of that. This will uh, take place uh, 100 years before Breath of the Wild and gives us a glimpse into what happened during the uh, Great <laughs> Calamity, which is described in Breath of the Wild, but we're never really shown... Uh, a lot of the a lot of the stuff it's it's alluded to. You're kind of given some some brief little hints and and uh, and shown little things and talked about how a- absolutely horrible it was. Yeah, to but find this those, time uh, flashbacks that were littered throughout the game. Yep, to get that story. I keep thinking no. of Cesar's. Uh, we know how that ends. Survive. Survive. But this this game will will actually be able to experience what happened. So I'm I'm pretty excited. Yeah. It seems like both of you guys are, are really excited. This is a no-brainer uh, for me uh, pick up because it actually they 
like I said, announced it yesterday, and at the end of the trailer, it's going to launch uh, November 20th of this year. So. And I was uh, tell, telling that to Richard because I was laughing because somebody had teased that the day before, and I didn't catch it until they announced that game. Because he, ran, he randomly just said, like, oh, he said, uh, what was it? High Rewards was a good game. That's what he just said, randomly. Yep. He nice. just randomly said that, and everybody just started like, yeah, it was a great game. And then they made the announcement the next day. And they're like, oh, I see what you did here. I saw the same tweet and thought nothing of it. I was yeah. like, okay, that's random, but my, that's a pretty common opinion. Like, where is this going? And lo and behold, we got a new Hyrule Warriors. I didn't see that coming. The good news is we don't have to play the first one. This is yeah. uh, just filling in the lore of Breath of the Wild. And technically, you don't have to play have played Breath of the Wild, but you'll appreciate the characters more, I'm sure. Yeah. Is it just co-op, or did they say any more than two players? I, I haven't heard anything besides they've gave confirmed at least co-op. So yeah. I think it would be nice if, if you could do like an online three, four players at least, you know. You got you got all these characters, and I've I would assume craving, that they'll do more. I've been craving some Dynasty Warriors, so this kind of, this will scratch that itch. Slash, slash, slash special. There's, I, I love jumping into dynasty wars samurai warriors um gundam samurai or gundam dynasty warriors it doesn't matter all those games uh you don't have to to think too much the gameplay style is about the same across the board with all of them but they're all just just amazingly fun games some of my best memories playing PS2, uh, we would rent. Or did my friend have it? He lived across the street from a blockbuster. So there's like, it's a toss up between what did we rent and what did he actually own. But we would get Dynasty Wars and just, we'd just play it all night. It would just be clearing boards and fighting generals. And it was just mindless. Let's just hang out and drink soda and eat chips and play Dynasty Warriors. So General you had that Zelda lore into it. It's, I'm looking forward to that one. What was that, Brent? Huh? That was Cesar. Oh, what's General Scales? General Scales. <laughs> you pay this much? Mm-hmm. It's all I heard you, when you said General. Would you play a Star Fox Warriors? <laughs> with the sure. staff? It's already there, man. It's already there. As long as, uh, as, long as the damn dinosaur Tricky was with me. <laughs> He's following you. He's a yeah. character. Let's go this way. You have to feed him mushrooms or he won't blow fire for you at stuff. <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> that's <laughs> his favorite hey that's gonna be that the bitch. second gamecube game we get <laughs> i fell asleep on that bitch and y'all hand me controller when i woke up i don't even know where we were at i just they ran around in circles they're like it's your turn uh, brant this is a couple years pre-podcast and before we started like kicking around streaming and all that because we that's when we realized like i think people watch this i think people tune into us our commentary and the crazy shit that happens to us as we're playing games so we pick Star Fox Adventures to play oh, through, Jesus. and it's myself, Cesar, and Russell. And we just meet up for these, like, or oh, are they, like, Saturday sessions? Mm-hmm. And we would just we would just play and pass the controller, like, when you got past an event or died or whatever. You know, we just we play it by ear and just pass the controller. Cesar <laughs> fucking asleep. <laughs> but it got to the point, like, a couple times, we would just, Russell and I would pass it back and forth like it's cool. And then it got to a point where it's like, no, I fucking played my part. <laughs> I don't want to play any more of this game right now. He played his part. He doesn't want to play any more of that shit. Cesar, wake your ass up. <laughs> You're going to play. We've done our parts. You're going to get in here. Yeah, I didn't even know where the hell I was going. I just ran around circles on that fucking pyramid. I still remember it to this day. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Oh, I was asleep the whole time. 
I don't think we ever have to go back to it. I will watch like a highlight reel of Star Fox Adventures or something. Uh, did we even beat the game? I don't can't remember if we beat the game. Yes, we remember, fucking beat Star Fox. <laughs> I just remember all the agony playing it. That's it. All right, we got to stream it now. You don't think you beat it just like Halo? Oh, you, God. That, you never beat that. the first Halo. <laughs> I, I know I didn't never beat the first Halo. I was there. <laughs> I, I remember, that's like one of my, my vivid gaming memories of all time is I never beat Halo One. So. <laughs> never beat the first Halo. <laughs> All right, that's our perfect segue into games played, and mine, of course, is uh, Halo Master Chief Collection. Uh, nothing new to update. I, I did play some more of the campaign with friend of the show, Dale. We played the Assault on the Control Room mission. I might have said that last week. I can't there All the weeks are blending together. I worked like 65 hours last week, so I'm tired. Um, Halo continues to be great. I don't think... Uh, I'm looking at these two new Xboxes, and I'm thinking what I use my Xbox for and if that uh, use case fits me or a current television that I have and it doesn't as of yet. So I think I'll keep uh, drumming along with my One X and Master Chief Collection until there's a, a dying need maybe for uh, an upgrade. It's just not there yet. But I think your assessment is wise. I think, like I said, I'm the only reason I'm doing this because I have a TV capable of doing right 60 frames or higher. So if I didn't have that, I'd be like, yeah, it's, like you said, it'd be no point. I'm not there, and I'm gonna get killed in Halo, whether it's a 500,000 frames or 60 frames. So I'll keep trucking with what I got and having a good time. And the, everybody I'm playing with has a baseline Xbox, and they are not having issues playing this game. So they're uh, we as a group are truly buying into that, you know, games as as a service and and just playing it wherever we have it. So I mean, even then, I mean, when you play online, it's not gonna be like any difference you know? mm-hmm. everybody's gonna i mean you I, who i may get the best looking version but you're gonna play the same one as me and like i'm gonna advantage over you unless i had a keyboard right. and mouse right so, i mean that's true so it's, it's like i said it's all you know, it's on the beholder of the mind so but as these things come out you know they may let's say they sit on these these 299 SKUs, and i have a regular xbox sitting around and they'll give me 150 for it or 200 or something crazy because they're turning them back out into Fortnite machines or whatever they're doing with trade-ins these days, um, that might that might lend towards okay. I now I have a better experience playing Infinite when it comes out because I'm a Game Pass Ultimate subscriber and I'll just I'll plug my hard drive into it. I'll have access to all my old games and maybe that maybe that provides the upgrade path for me. But right now it's it's just not there. And there's nothing exciting coming out for it that is uh, is really I'm that I want to beat a drum for. But that's that's back to that Xbox conversation. But that is my only games played this week, Master Chief Collection. Brant, what have you played? We're dying to hear. <laughs> I've actually got uh, quite a few. I, I here we go. Been busting it out this week. Um, I know so, you beat. I know you beat a certain game this week. Oh, nice. you saw. He's yeah, done. Creep, creeping I, me. I creep on. I creep everything on PlayStation. Everything else. I, <laughs> I only creep. I only creep on Xbox to give my coworkers a hard time. You should be working. Stop playing Halo. I see your ass. He's like, bitch, shut up. And that's, that's what usually they'll text me back. <laughs> so I, I guess I'll go over the uh, the two games I rolled credits on. Um, the first game, uh, which Cesar is is alluding to, is uh, Ghost of Tsushima. I finally beat that game. I will go back and get some of the collectibles and some of the other things I, I, I didn't get to. But I finally just got to the point where I'm like, none of this shit's going anywhere. I want to finish the story. Mm-hmm. So I finally just like sat down, 
and, and started going through it and immediately just one after the other getting what I had to get done. And gosh, what Cesar was saying, the ending is, is really, really good. Um, it's, it's moving. It's moving. I, I was like, I'll, it was and, good. and there's there's a part where you go back to your um, uh, your house, your family's land, and you're looking. Right, Richard's putting his headphones down so we can talk about this. Uh, Keep talking to me. I'm here. I'm here for so you. Brent. You like go to your father's. Session. You go to your go father's on. grave, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm standing there. I'm like, you know what? This is like an arena. I've I've done too many of these damn duels. I know this is a fucking arena. I'm like, and then well, I never fought there. And then you get to the end, and that's the final spot, which kind of lends even more like presence to the ending. Like it it it, it makes it, it puts a whole nother level on top of the ending with everything else going on. And that ending is, is damn good. Yeah. And, and it's like you said, I think whenever they show previews of that game, that, that, that was a significant, significant spot. So, uh, whenever they showed the gameplays from that videos from the previous years, that very, that ending was so, mm-hmm. and you know, we got bits and pieces for flashbacks, but you got the full, uh, full effect when you went through it. So, and at some point I'm probably going to go back, um, not only to get the collectibles, at, at some point I'm going to do another playthrough in like Kurosaki mode just to do it. Um, since I, the game think, is like a love letter to it. I think you're fairly safe, and that's what I feel about a lot of these games now where I'm just okay about not doing everything with them now. That if you're going to get eventually get a PS5, I think you're going to get an upgrade, and you'll probably mm-hmm. want to go through it then and be like, okay, you know, you'll probably see it differently with a different code of playing. You might start over again, you know. Yeah. That way, not only I, that, I, I did everything in that game. I don't think I'll go back even with an upgrade. I'm on. <laughs> I'm done. So you know. Well, I if nothing else, I will definitely go back when they do the uh, the free update with the multiplayer just to just to try it out, just to see what's what's going on with that. And plus, doesn't that drop like October, November? The um the DLC for that game. I can't. I don't remember for the life of me because you know I don't do multiplayer. So as soon as I saw yeah. multiplayer, I kind of like tunnel vision and just yeah. bounce that out of my tunnel because I'm like I I just don't have time to do multiplayer. That's just the real reality of my situation. I got yeah. so many fucking bullshit games I go through. Well, uh, and that's what I was thinking is like if it do, if it is if the multiplayer is coming out, um, kind of October November ish. Then it should be right around that PS5 timeline. It's and this will probably be one of those games that you can move over. So I think it would be another reason to jump into it, especially if you do pick up a PS5. Um, and then the other game, you called it, sir. I fucked around and beat <laughs> Hollow Knight. Holy shit! I told you, man, you can uh, fuck around and beat that game the way you're talking about it every week. Uh, there's a couple. Th- couple little things i didn't go like little optional bosses and dlc shit that i i, I didn't i didn't get to but uh <laughs> Hollow I mean, victory am i right i mean but, brent, you're, brent you're not 13 years old anymore man you don't have time to sit there and do everything no, in the video game. i like, don't do. yeah dude uh, my kid my kid's going through it still and he's like hey did you see this did you go th- fight that guy i'm like no no i i did i just didn't have the time dude i was just, like you can talk you can t- tell me about it that's what put, i want to put your hand on tell the shoulder it's like Son, enjoy your youth. Yeah, <laughs> these these are the times of your lives you can play. Never have it again. 
Like I live vicariously. Yeah. Yeah. I'll live vicariously through you. Tell me about what you're experiencing. Tell me about this. And yeah, but I did go and beat the, the final boss, which is the hollow Knight, And, um, a pretty good fight. Pretty good, pretty good little ending. I know the sequel to that game was announced last year. And we still really haven't heard anything about that. I, th- I think it's like every fucking indie indie show they do for Nintendo. Somebody's always vision about they need to show that game. That's like the only constant I see. Yeah. That's well, the Silk something, Silk something. I silk song. Silk song, yeah. Yeah. And once that game drops, I'll, I'll buy that one. Um, I enjoyed Hollow Knight. I enjoyed Metroidvania's. Um, this was a good-ass game. Awesome. It's, a, it's a very good game. Um, Katie was asking me... Uh, about Fallout guys, she's like, so uh, do you have Fallout guys? She's like, is it <laughs> is it for the Switch? How much is it? You know, I'm like, no, right now I think it's only on uh, PS4 and and PC, which is yeah. kind of weird. Like, it's like the number it. one. It's still the number one selling PC game, I believe, or isn't it? I think they just came out with it. Fallout guys uh, has started a trend instead of Fall guys. <laughs> I made it Fallout guys. <laughs> Fallout guys, and uh, so, but we we did some some family uh, couch co op. Just running through, passing the controller back and forth once we died. And just seeing how far we could get. None of them could get past the first uh, the first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think there was one time I got to round like three. And that was as best as I could do. I still um, haven't played it yet. Is, is it a lot of fun? Oh my gosh. It's it's a lot. It is fun. It is fun. There is some bullshit. Um it's it's fun. It's fun. Like Brent said, it's fun when you play with a lot of people. It's yeah. fun by yourself, but it's fun when you play with your friends. I, it's like I, it's you enjoy the the fucking bullshit where you're flying off or somebody fucking throws you to your death. You're hanging yeah. on the ledge and they don't help you out. And you know, it's a damn group game for sure. Gotcha. Um, and, and that, most, that, of that, most of that giggling about you're just giggling about how people died and then you're, <laughs> you're just sitting there laughing, but like I can't flew off that way. You're just dying laughing. It I sounds like uh, our kind of game. Yeah, it is. I saw I saw like groups of people playing where and I think it was still early and they figured out in the build of the game that they were playing where the uh, there's these platforms you stand on and you know wipeout style there's a a thing that comes around the circular <laughs> this is platform. the wipeout the game this is wipeout the game and yeah. oh god uh, that would be my shit then in the build of the game they were playing if you grabbed a person, grabbed a character next to you before that thing came around, when it hit, you would stay there. It would just kind of go through you, and the person that you he- you grabbed would like go flying off the damn platform. So <laughs> that shit was pretty funny. I tried it during my <laughs> gameplay, and it never worked. I was like, damn, they they don't have that in there anymore. It's, uh, you gotta be like, you gotta be a sleuth because I think when I played uh like Left 4 Dead with my brother, he he was the one that found all those tricks where like if you sit there and and you, you, you climb up this pipe and you like melee against the wall and it shows me floating across the screen into a window. <laughs> so that way when they call the whore, the whore can never get me. So we just ain't pulling down and shooting at that. And he's like, he, he knew all those glitches. So it would just you just see people looking up and just somebody just meleeing and just flying across the screen. And you have to keep hitting the button because you'll fall down if you don't. It's like a glitch. The oh, crab walls. And then they'll put you right in the window and they'll somebody has to stay down there to sacrifice themselves because they have to alert the horde. And then have, and it's always funny because you see them trying to run up to do the same trick and they never make it. They get taken down before they get it. It's like, uh, but yes, uh, God bless games, uh, uh, fall guys with the family was a good time. Uh, the other game I played, um, 
was Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, the, awesome. the, the new remake. Cesar, did you get an email from Amazon? I did. What did it say? That it was going to get to me at some point in my life. <laughs> so did mine. Mine mine gave me a specific... Uh, the game came out last Friday, which was uh, the 4th of September. Yeah. They were saying uh, either the 3rd of October or November the 2nd. And then what when happened? I looked... And then when I looked at it later, it said November 2nd. I'm like, I can go down to the store right now and buy it for no cheaper than the price I'm paying here. So Actually, I went Walmart and had it for 30, like $33.88. Yeah. Yeah. And so I went I went to the store and and, and bought a copy of that uh, as well as pre-ordered um, the uh, 3D uh, All-Stars and then canceled my Amazon order since they were just gonna say yeah whenever right mine, mine actually came in but it came from seattle i think it came from amazon hq i think that's what really so long. oh yeah. wow because i looked at it and i was like it didn't mine didn't even give me a date they're like you'll get it when you get it and i'm like all right whatever yeah and then, I, and then i got an email like i think saturday like hey we shipped your shit you'll get it on wednesday and it came tuesday so wow it's only a couple of days late but my i remember looking at the track and it came from seattle normally anything i get from amazon usually comes from tennessee or jacksonville sometimes kentucky but I've never gotten anything from Seattle. I guess they found it somewhere and they shipped it for me from Seattle. So, Jeez. Yeah, with me, they were just like, nope, you'll get it maybe the end of the year. Yeah. What so. do you think of it, Brant? Oh, it's great. Um, my impressions of it, it is a beautiful uh, recreation of the first two games. Um, you know, there's, there's some music missing, but to me, I mean, they... they really tried their best to get uh, all that that music in and you know sometimes uh the corporate suits they just can't come to an agreement um or for some reason people some people want to be stubborn and and right. don't want to have their music on certain things um but that's neither here or there um they uh vicarious vision put their um kind of flair into the game where when you bail you kind of you don't fall as hard and your character, there's like a rewind sound, and your character kind of gets like digitized and is just standing back up. It's like a VHS uh, rewind, yeah. When you get when you fall down, you get back up. Which is a uh, is a neat little flair. Um, but I mean, I kind of prefer the old style where you, you hit the ground as hard as you can. You see the little pixelated blood and whatnot on the old ones. Uh, but uh, I, I honestly, the game as a whole is is great. Um, it's 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 fucking Tony Hawk from the PlayStation. It is one. Yeah, this, I saw a lot of people saying this is like Activision's best game this generation. That's what people are calling that's, it. That's that's the were, thing is this this game has been out for you know not even a full week now. It's already sold way better than Tony Hawk Pro Skater Five, which has been out several years and it was trash. Know, that game sucked. So this is what happens when you handle an IP properly. People you mm-hmm. might fuck around and make some money. So and please, create new fans. Yeah. Please, My please, please. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Hollow Knight. Yeah. You might fuck around and beat that game. <laughs> they might fuck around and, and release a good skateboarding game. Yeah. You never know, man. I mean, I'm sure they're, they're in that boardroom like, well, are we doing this? Are we doing this, everyone? Are we going to release this game? This might actually be good. <laughs> Let's not fuck around. I'm waiting for that one guy's like, no, no, let's add microtransactions. Oh, let's fuck it oh. up. Let's, yeah, you know. 
No, I'm 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 really really hoping that uh, this game does uh, really well because it deserves to do really well. And oh, I, uh, I think it will. It reviewed well, and I think it's it's like you said, it's selling well. So the word yeah. of mouth is spreading too. I'm 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 really hoping that um, this will push them to maybe do do more. Um, three and four were were great games in the series. They kind of changed and kind of hit their stride in three and four. Um, so I, I think those games would be be great to see how they've been, you know, t- to get a new coat of paint, to be reimagined, to be revamped. Um, I played this with my son. We we just kind of um, we did trick attack. We did free skate. We did graffiti. Um, played some um, uh, tag, which was the game uh, he he enjoyed the most. Was just some some tag you're it. I mean, the only thing that game, and I don't mean to interrupt this missing, is that uh that skate game from T- uh, Rockstar where the police officer chases you or the dog chases you. That's the only thing. Thrasher. We're yeah, Thrasher. Thrasher with the taser. <laughs> the first person to you with a cop trying to tase you. Or what? There wasn't there a dog chasing you too? There was one one thing. There was a dog chasing you in that game as well. Yeah. We have to re- yeah. now. We have to rewatch that Nicky Jake game. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, and then I actually went through the um, the kind of like the career mode, which is uh, in this game the same as it was in the originals. You just enter uh, enter a, a level, and it's arcadey as hell, where they give you your your goals that you need to do, they have the same ones that were in the originals as well as a, a couple new things here and there. Um, like you said, it's like jump the gap, collect yep. skate, get the fire hydrants, find mm-hmm. the hidden tape, grind the, do a 50-50 grind, you know. And so I've worked my way through Mall. So I did the first three levels and I was looking at some other stuff the other day and I might have to go back and like kind of redo them because to unlock um, some of the unique skaters um, or, or secret characters, there's like all this stuff you have to do with create a character and you have to beat like every level and you have to get all these high scores with your created skater and all this stuff. And that um, once you meet all the criteria then you can finally unlock uh officer dick who is in this game again (laughs) and uh this game um because officer dick was in uh tony hawk pro skater 2 uh but this time they've they've modeled him and they had jack black come in do the character (laughs) do the voice so uh it's it's goofy um i'm down for this He's he's got a video on YouTube of him going into the studio, um, hanging out with Tony Hawk, and you know having to step into the giant machine and get his picture taken from all directions and stuff. So, it, it's it's pretty cool, and I've seen the character. It it it's it's a neat little thing, um, but there's apparently a lot of work to to get to that point to unlock some of these secret characters. So, uh, it'll be. Uh, a lot of time more more playing that game, but that's one of those you you just kind of pick it up, play as you want, and then you can put it back down and always come back to it a little later. That perfect mix of like arcade and a little bit of sim and just enough to keep you going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, Digital Foundry is the the one that I was saying where uh, it was uh, John Lineman that did the review 
but he was saying it's like the best remasters, the best product Activision's put out of this generation. They did. He did like a. It's a DF retro. He did like 45 minutes of the development of the first two, all the various ports, and then compared this one like with the frame rates and HDR and just that uh, that digital foundry spin. So I highly recommend a small plug there for old Dark One X over there. Go check it out, DF Retro. And my last game, I'm gonna blame slightly on you, Richard. Oh you no, no, I, I deny everything. You mentioned everything. it. You mentioned it uh, at least two times last episode. Uh, I started the Ratchet and uh, Clank trilogy. Yes, <laughs> he's on board. Oh uh, gosh, uh, and that my goal is, you know, we've got a couple months. I want to try and run through the. Um, the three right. Ratchet and Clank games, and then we get, um, well, shit. I've got that one on PS4 as well, yep. and then we'll get a new one. Are you playing um, the, do you have a physical copy for PS3, or did you download the digital? I have a physical copy on Vita. On surprise, Vita? Surprise. Oh. Playing the Vita version. Um, the Vita version is honestly not that bad. Okay. Um. I know the the Vita version of the Jack Collection is kind of janky. Uh, I even tried to play it. It's 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 more than just a little janky. Yeah. Um, Ratchet and Clank though, uh, it's it's smooth. Uh, I think it's it runs at about 30 FPS. Um, it's like that famous article. It'll never get 60 frames per second on Ratchet. <laughs> but uh. <laughs> Who was it wrote that? Somebody at Eurogamer? Yeah. Yeah. They said that they finally did it and they, and they finally got it. Was it like 12 years later? I think that was like they were talking about putting that game for the PS3 for the first time. Because did, didn't it run like at a higher frame rate on the PS2? I think that's what the whole thing started and they dropped PS2 the frame rate for PS3. Yeah. PS2 was 60 frames per second. Yeah. They were, they were smooth as butter. And I think that's why they were talking about because I think they dropped it to 30 for PS3. There was yeah. a lot of criticism on that. And the Jack, I know the Jack collection was 60 on PS3, but it was 30 if you ran it in 3D, because those all three of those supported 3D. The Sly collection too. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm sorry, Brant. Yeah, apologies. Well, you're good. Fault. You're good. That shit's gonna happen. That's the reason I had a copy of Wave Race show up for the Game Boy the other day because it fucking says Harness <laughs> Wave Race Kick. Oh, because I had to play my anime uh, nudity girl game to yep. play my Wave Race. And we looked at it and looked good, and I started researching Wave Race. I was like, I have all of them. Wait, there was a Game Boy one? I have them all but that one. Yep. Now now I do. It was $4.50, so it's not expensive if anybody out there needs a copy. We could technically stream, do a live stream, and stream all three Wave Race games and be good to go. I'll be down for when you do uh, Jet Moto. I used to play the shit in Jet Moto back in the day. Let's do it. Let's just have a 24-hour stream of uh, jet ski games. We'll do, like, uh, Extra Life or something and do 24 hours of jet ski games. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, so I haven't really experienced uh, outside of, like, uh, there was one area. Oh, when you're doing the, uh, the, the hoverboard race. And there's – sometimes if I – ran into those exploding boxes sometimes hitting those exploding boxes slightly slowed the frames for a second but honestly it, it it wasn't bad other than that there's a couple little glitches here and there where if you're using the suck cannon or if you go underwater the little bar that comes up uh, on the screen mm-hmm. um from the right side 
as soon as you put that weapon away or, or get out of water, it will go back off the side of the screen, but you can still see about that much of it. And it's still like just kind of right there off the side. Um, and as soon as you enter, as soon as you enter a new area or if you, if you die, as soon as it, it, it come, it, it goes back to normal. So it's not a big deal, not a deal breaker for me. Yeah. To, you have to restart it, which would be annoying. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, I experienced game breaking stuff and problems like that with that Jack collection I was talking about. Um, but no, I mean, I, I'm having fun just going back through this. Um, did you play those see. originally? Like, did you play them on PS2, or is this your first playthrough of them? Uh, I believe I've I've played one and and two. I don't think I ever actually played the third one. Uh, I know I uh, got the one for the PS4 when it was one of our uh, plus games. Yeah. Uh, I got it for free, and I've I've never touched it. Um. So that one's good, and that one's a good HDR showcase. It's beautiful. Yeah, I've I've heard a lot of a lot of good things about that one. But just just going back through this one, it's oh gosh, it's so much fun. I love these games, and and just games like this. And I think today I made it to um what was it, July Resort. Um, I've got the the magna boots and and stuff like that so i've got to go back to that level and use the the boots to walk on like walk upside down and on the side and so uh and i love i love all the the crazy weapons and stuff that were in this game uh it's so cool power-ups and taking them back to other planets like metroidvania style to unlock stuff um so i'm gonna look forward to to playing through this and hopefully, because this game, I don't remember being super, super long. Um, so hopefully, if I keep going at the rate I'm at, hopefully by this weekend I can I can finish this one up. Like and start on the second one. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know about one a week. We'll try. But I remember selling, I don't think I sold the second one. I, th- I remember when the third one came out, I sold up your arsenal. And, uh... The racing game after that, Deadlocked. So, mm-hmm. oh, the multiplayer game, the like death death battle match one. Yep. <laughs> they came out with uh, an update for it on PS3, but it was digital only. Did they? Mm-hmm. That's right. If you bought the first three, you got that one or something, right? Like that, right? Because I think I ended up playing all of them on PS3. I went through that whole when they came out with the future game. I went through and played the first three, and I played the three that came out on the PS3. I have them all played. I played them all already mm-hmm. so i think the only one i haven't played is the new one so i actually yeah. plat- i platinum i think one of the ones on ps3 i actually went and did everything in that game the wow. one that uh miyamoto said he didn't copy <laughs> uh you have so you haven't played the you're saying the one you haven't played is the ps5 one or the newest ps4 one no i beat the ps4 one i haven't played okay. the ps5 one uh, the only one that i, would, I, I would actually platinum so. was the <laughs> The one I platinum was the, I think, the one that Miyamoto said he didn't know about. I didn't copy the game. I didn't know existed when I made Mario <laughs> Galaxy. <laughs> Even though he's in the Sony booth every E3, like uh, getting escorted around. <laughs> all right, the uh, brand. That's all your games played. So yep. far, would you that would you get on, play? sir? Uh, I didn't do too much this week. I, I started, yes. <laughs> I started Avengers and I finished Avengers. Uh, oh God, what uh, does that mean? 
uh, that was like 12 hours. I did the story. Um, I don't really do too many uh, games as a service type games. Uh, story is really good, though. Uh, Camilla Khan, I really like her a lot. She's the one who kind of gels that story together, and she's really well done. Um, they could have cheapened the story, and we're like, oh, we'll throw Spider-Man in here and you know, throw a youth and have them inspire the old Avengers and kind of unite everybody, but they did it with her, and she had her own flair. She has great optimism. She, she was a perfect character for this. I mean, she was the best part. I was more disappointed when I played a lot of the other Avengers than I was like, I just want to play as Camilla. That's all I wanted to do. Uh, she did, she's a great Miss Marvel. Um, outside of that, I mean, the story was pretty good. I won't go into details since, well, it's, it's actually pretty decent. It only takes about 10 or 12 hours to complete it. Uh, I do like the way that each uh, Avenger handles. Each one plays differently. Uh, Thor plays like you would imagine Thor. I enjoy playing Iron Man because it's like I constantly use his repulsor beams. And that's what I would do if I was fucking Iron Man. <laughs> right. I don't think I would walk up and punch people. I would just you punch, punch, and repulsor, repulsor, repulsor. Yeah. And it plays just like that. Same thing with Thor and his electricity powers. Uh, Black Widow is surprisingly fun to play as well. I mean, uh, she has her uh, stealth tactics where she can go her make her veil, make her invisible, and you can kind of move around and, and kind of position yourself to do different attacks. And she uses more of her gun base. Uh, how do you how do you switch between them? Is do you pick them as a loadout before the mission, or it, do you? It is. Uh, you pick the loadout if you do them as a multiplayer map. You choose uh -huh. your character and you play as them. But as you go through the story, you're given a character and you play as that character for that level. So okay. you, you may have a level where you play as Cap. You may have a level where you play as Iron Man, and it kind of goes back and forth. And you play one as Camilla. It's uh, a cool so, structure. Yeah, you just follow that uh, that gameplay. So they kind of for they, they that way they don't have somebody just favorite favoritize one character and play through it on there they kind of give you the ability to play other characters because right. each character plays differently and they they all handle well i think my only complaint of the lacking character on story wise that, that i found the most uninteresting was probably uh tony stark he's just it's probably because our robert downey jr i'm so used to him he just wasn't that funny in this game a lot of his jokes were like uh like stop talking they were like not even not even good they I mean, weren't the worthy Marvel one-liners we're used to. Mm -mm. I mean, they're not even good. They're like really bad dad jokes. I mean, it, it was bad. Like, <laughs> I, I, it isn't was he played by Nolan North? Yeah, and it, I don't think it was anything he did. His delivery was fine. It's just I think it's just a script. It wasn't strong for Tony, but like it, for some of the other characters, like Camilla was really strong with her. I mean, her bits with her dad and everything was great. It and they did such a good job with Camilla. Um, is is amazing. Uh, Banner did. Uh, Hulk did a good job. I mean. Everybody else I kind of liked. The only one I found disappointed was Tony. It was probably because of the his jokes didn't land for me, and he just wasn't funny. It was like it was more like I didn't want to play as him because I didn't want to hear him like make weird Elton John references. Like I think there was a, uh. a point there was a point on there where like Black Widow was going by a Tiny Dancer, and he's like, "I would have chose Rocket Man. You're my candle in the wind." I'm like, "Oh God, can we get off the Elton John songs?" It's like it's not even funny. It's Why? like we went down to it's. It's like 90s platforms they, all over again where Gex just keeps saying the same one-liner over and over. I think I think what it is is they just didn't have that, for whatever reason, they didn't write the proper wit and humor for Tony, in my opinion. So it's just, unless they were going for him just being the annoying guy in the group, I mean, they nailed it if that was the case. So, I mean, <laughs> outside of that, everybody else, like Black Widow was great. Uh, I do like Bruce Banner's story bit on there. Everybody had a good story arc on there. I just felt Tony's was a little bit weak. Uh, he's. I, I think it's just because I, we're probably spoiled because of the Marvel movies, because of the whole way that Robert Downey Jr. went from like a playboy to trying to be the world savior by the end of that whole story arc for all those 22 movies. You see how he'd grown as a person. You know, they kind of try to do that in this game, and it just it wasn't there. It's kind of like, oh, you know, I did bad, and I, I should stop. You know, it, did they try to pull off too much over 12 hours? 
I think I think it's just the amount of characters they had on there. I think that was the only one that was short sighted. I mean, if you know, it's hard to balance all those characters, and I think it did a good job. It's probably one of the better Marvel games I played. But I think you know, there's some. It's not perfect. Let's just put it that way. It's not perfect. Uh, the the game is very glitchy. Um, I. I think the thing you would hate about it the most, Richard, is your complaint on some of these games where they, this one you fight a lot of robots, and that's it. It's like different skin robots, and it's like they didn't really have any villains. I think nope. uh, the Abomination was in there, and then there was a secret villain at the end, and that was it. And it, the Abomination was only in there for like the very beginning, and they kept, kept referencing him at certain points, like they have the Abomination. They never showed him again. So <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, that's weird that they reference him, but you never fight him again. So it's like you didn't have the whole gallery of supervillains on there. I think you, in the beginning you fought Taskmaster and then Abomination, and after that, generic robotic enemies until you get to the secret character at the very end. I'm not going to go into details about that because that's part of the story. But um, I think it was weak on the, the villain part. Uh, they do, and like I said, this is a game's a service, kind of like uh, Destiny and um, uh, Tom Clancy. Uh, Ghost Recon, where they, after the credits, they give you hints for the end game. So you have to keep going through, doing random missions, and then at some point they'll release the end game where there's like an additional story bit. Uh, but outside of that, the only, the only addition, additional missions you get is like as, as you unlock each Avenger based off the story, because at some point you got to reunite the team. Uh, you get different um, missions based off that character uh, that gets, gets you high level gear for that character. Like I said, this is like it's those type of games where they expect you to pour money to get better gear. Um, what, and they, what's, what's the roadmap for that? Are, are they wanting you to purchase new skins or like, how's uh, that going to play out? Are there going to be seasons to this? They haven't gone that far yet. Cause I think what it is, is I think they did what they needed to do. Cause this is one of those games where they're going to pull from the Ubisoft page book where they are. Right, this is what we got here. Here it is. Yeah. You know, people are going to go with this cause we're already confirmed that these are coming to next gen consoles. So this is where we're starting, and we're just going to have to grow it. They're just going to do it as a typical games as service. Right now, there is no roadmap. There's not like a season pass they have on sale. I don't think uh, there's anything available like, oh, the future content like they've done, like Tom Clancy. I think they're kind of playing it by ear. Yeah. It looks like they got the game out. They got multiplayer stuff. You get daily uh, missions you can do, but most of those are just generic, like, you know, do this block attack five times during a regular mission. Most of it is 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 kind of like to get the three of us to jump into a room and play together. That's what most of those missions are. And each person and hang there. out. They want us to just hang out and fight the robots, and that that's our social. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't know Brand that well, but um, for the three of us, on the lack of variety in those missions, I don't think that price is enough. Wow. But, you know the fifty dollars asking price because you probably like after about a week or two you probably be like, eh. like is there anything else we can do? You know what I mean. If yeah. it was a twenty dollar game, you probably ah, it's only twenty dollars. You know, I got my twenty dollars worth, but you know, for fifty or sixty dollars, it's I got it mostly for the story campaign, which I enjoyed, and that's what I was going for to begin with. I wasn't going for the multiplayer aspect anyway, so I knew what I was getting myself into. So I'm not disappointed, right? So, but outside of that, I mean, it plays like a standard, like the those Tom Clancy games and the the games as a service. I mean, you get high level gear. I, I don't think it ever scratched that itch for me like Diablo because it wasn't like plentiful that you find the gear. You find a chest here and there, like. You, you oh, found out, you Diablo found out, is Diablo's the best at that. Oh we'll God. see because it's like Diablo gives you constantly gives you gear, gear constant, yep. constant. It's like it's addictive. This one that doesn't. It's like you have to go out of your way, do this weird set piece to get access to a chest, and that and you might not even be able to quit that thing because it might be a lower level armor, or you know it, at that point it's like what do I do with this other than throw it in my locker or disable it and use it for resources. It's like it's one of those games that's designed for somebody like, ah, you know, that scratches that itch. Kind of like you're doing with Halo with somebody's like, ah, you know, I like this type of, you know, 
gameplay. I, I'll come in here, you know, every couple of hours every day, put in my fill and and just go down, you know, and that's how that's who it's designed for. But right. Yeah. But outside of that, I mean the story's not the longest good. I think it's worth it. Uh worth it to pick up the game at least. I don't know if it'd be worth it for the full price. Cool. But, uh, but I'm sure it'll be cheap at some point, and I'm sure a lot of us will pick it up because it's going to be on the the next gen consoles and give us something to play. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be because of that dry spell. I think that's just, this game will sell well because of that because it's going to eat up that market for it. So, um, Marvel's the Avengers. Yeah, Crystal Dynamics the Avengers. Outside of that, I did play a little bit of Tony Hawk, not as much as uh, Brant. Uh, I think I did a tutorial and I did the warehouse. Uh, oh, good. Felt like Tony Hawk. Yeah, it's Tony Hawk. I still am partial to the my favorite Tony Hawk is still the launch GBA one, but need to hear it there uh, with the, the isometric, isometric one. reading. Hey, <laughs> you need to watch that John Lineman thing, man. He he throws a shout out to it. Yeah, he's I, like, I love, "There's no way this game should be should perform or play as well as it does on on a, on a launch title too." GBA, it's not like a year later they fucking got that shit working immediately. Yeah. Um, I did get a play a little bit of Minecraft Dungeons. The new expansion came out. Um. That is fucking uh, it's fucking Diablo with Minecraft characters. That's probably Are the you second. Playing that Mi- solo? Yes, I just started it. Yeah. I want to try that out. We should we should try that out. So I was gonna throw this around. I have it on PS4. Uh, I'm sure one of y'all can do it on the Xbox. We just need somebody doing on Switch or PC. That would be interesting. <laughs> okay. So we just need somebody be- who can do that. If, if somebody has a PC and somebody has an Xbox and and has Game Pass and y'all can both do it for free. I bought the PS4 one so. And so, like I said, I at least can have that in one on there. But I'll be if y'all want to throw it down, I, I literally just did the prologue where you play. It looks like a character from SpongeBob. It looks like Squidward. He has like a long nose and like a squid, and he's like the villain in the story. And I chose my character who looks like a '90s grunge uh, Nirvana fan. He has a flannel and he's running around with a sword. I was like, you know what? I'll be the grunge '90s fan. That's fine. Uh, that's what I did. This checks out. Uh, I played a little bit of that. If y'all want to jump on it, let me know. I'll be down for it. Um, and they're not long. I think you, you do the levels, and the levels are not long. They're like five, ten minutes. There's a good bit of, uh, amount of loot, and then you go to a campsite. So it's not like we have to sit there and play for like two hours to get to a stopping point. So if it's something like, like oh, I can only play like 30 minutes or an hour, it, it's built like that. It's cool. not like it's not like you're in there for like two hours dredging through a dungeon or something like that. Right. I, I know it does that later on in the later levels of Diablo. It's, it's not like that in the beginning. But Diablo's just addicted to begin with. Fucking Diablo's great. Gotta love uh, it, it, Yeah, but hours goes away. You're like, holy shit. It's like four in yeah. the morning. <laughs> Me and Russell did that last, uh, like, Thanksgiving. Yeah. It, it destroyed our whole Thanksgiving weekend. We it's, It just, it was a black hole of Diablo. It sucks you in, man. Fucking loot. Um, it's fun, man. I want to do that four players. That was, two was crazy and hectic and awesome. I can't imagine having a full mm. maxed out squad in there. I love those games, man. Um, you want to start of, up a Diablo playthrough? We can. <laughs> I got I got it on PS4. I got it on Switch. I got it on. I got a, literally every version and every version of Diablo 3 on PlayStation. I've got 30 hours in each, but I'm always down to start over, and I think that would be a lot of fun. Hey, man, we might fuck around and beat that game. <laughs> I know that. Deja vu. <laughs> Deja vu. That's that's usually how those Metrovania games. You're just like you're just going through. You're like, ah, I don't know if I ever beat this. And like, that was the boss. I, I beat this game. Holy shit! You know, it's like those are those games you don't even try to yep. beat. You just happen to just beat it. And you're like, oh, I didn't know that was the end. I, I, I just was going to keep going. You know, and just, yep. you hit that gameplay itch. Um, outside of that, I won't go into too much details. I did play some more Sword Art Online. I'm still chugging through Chapter Two. I'll leave it at that. Uh, I did get RPG Maker 15 because uh, it's always been my dream to fucking make an RPG. Uh, they came out on PS4 and Switch this week. 
I think I got like three hours in that. I'm slowly designing an RPG. I think I've got my first area map nice. built. Nice. Uh, which is a house with some bushes out front, and yes. I haven't gone through the character models yet, but I am slowly going to build an RPG with that fucking game and put it online. So, can you send uh, us like preview builds or anything to try out? Yeah, it used to be when they had R- RPG Maker FES on the 3DS, uh, you could play the games without having to actually own the game. I think you had to right. own the game to build them, but you can actually release them and send them to people. Like they had a light version where you could play people's games. Yeah, I don't know if they have this one for uh, M- for 15. I'll take a look and see. Because a lot of it was like they, they put you through the tutorial in the beginning, which is like I hate doing the tutorial because it's always a long part. Like, this is the palette. This is how, like, this is a hero. You wake up in the bed. Like, first thing you do, save the game. And it's like, save the game. And you're like, get out the bed. You're like, your mom's calling you downstairs. Like, water the flowers. And you go outside. It's like, there's no flowers. It's like, all right. So it pulls up the menu. So this is how you get to the flowers. And I was like, holy shit. This is gonna this is going to be like four hours of me just trying to get through the tutorial just to get out of that shit. So, and it's like, it's not bad. I start Chrono Trigger in like 20 other JRPGs. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, and outside of that, the last game I'll talk about, and I'm going down this list pretty quickly, is I just fired an energy to see what it looks like with uh, Kingdoms of Amalar, the Re-Reckoning. I just want to see like uh, that looks still looks like a fucking PS3 game. I think when I looked on the screen, it looks like 1080p. It Oof. it, it doesn't it, it looks like a cleaned up version of the, was, the PS3 360. I was thinking about getting this one. Yeah, uh, but it, it's it's nice. It runs quick. It runs a lot more fucking smoother than I did. And remember, I played the PS3 one. I, I imagine the 360 one probably ran better, but uh, the, it runs a lot, lot more cleaner on this one, uh, and I probably got like three hours into that thing. Cool. It pulled me in there a little bit, where it's like, oh, they put me down the well, and like, I got reincarnated with my soul. Like, I just wake up with all the dead bodies. It's that first level again, and it's like, uh, and then you run into the uh, dwarves, and they're like, oh, the spell actually worked. You gotta go talk to this guy, and he's gonna experiment on your ass or ask you questions. I can't remember which one, one of the two, but um, there's three remakes I want right now. I want to pick up the Destroy All Humans. I want to pick up Tony Hawk, and I want to pick up Kingdoms of Amalur. The Re-Reckoning. You gotta get it right. The Re-Reckoning. Which the they, didn't put, they didn't put in the fucking title Re-Reckoning. They just left the Reckoning. I was like, damn it. Really? I was gonna I laugh. They went at, all all in with it. I was gonna laugh, but they some just somebody took a spray can and just like R E dash Re-Reckoning. They didn't do that. It just <laughs> just came oh, Reckoning. I was waiting for it. I was looking for it when they were showing the title sequence. I was like, damn it. Dropped opportunity. And that is my games played this week. Sweet. Good variety, except for my Halo. I got to throw something in there next week. I got to talk about something different. It's my jam. All right. You guys want to add anything else in there before we get out of here? I'm good. No, just uh, watch more anime. anime. Yeah. <laughs> more anime. I'm like 100 episodes of Black Clover. I fired up the PS4 game the other day. And the PS4 game is actually surprisingly good. It's not like the... Good? Typical uh, Naruto, Dragon Ball Z, Cyber Connect, uh, Bandai Namco tie-in. Copy, throw another anime skin on there. This one actually feels like I, it's something I would play on the Dreamcast, where you have um, you aim with your the camera angles and then you use the triggers to attack with your swords. It's something that I haven't played anything like this probably since the Dreamcast, where they try to do something differently. So yeah. it's like there's no face buttons to do your sword attack. So I'm using the triggers, so I'm slashing with the triggers and I'm doing uh, different buttons on there. There's actually one of the more fresher anime games they put on there so i got like maybe a couple hours in that but uh, i won't go into more details but yeah we'll watch more fucking uh, anime more like anime. i said i'm stuck in black clover right now I'm, just, I'm addicted to that fucking show crimson and clover yeah <laughs> da, 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 da. no i uh, i'm not going down the road with songs he's, not, all he's not biting <laughs> he's not biting brand i've heard all songs right. 
I've heard songs from you all day, everyone. There's so many titles I could have pulled out, but I was like, eh, not today. Brant, you got anything to throw out there? No, sir. Uh, catch us on Twitch. Catch us on YouTube. Leave us five-star reviews. Like, subscribe, follow. <laughs> um, RSS feed. Retweet. Wherever you want to hear the podcast, we'll be there. Retweet. What was that? Retweet. Always yeah. retweet. Brent, you need to follow us on Twitter. Get, uh, start up your Twitter account and start retweeting us. And build up the army. Yeah, just the don't. Right. Yeah, just don't unfollow block and mute us. Brent, mute I'm gonna let you lead the charge on Discord. We should probably do something on Discord too. All right. If that's something you're down for. Yeah, why not? That's something our fans are down for. Let us know, fans. Both of you watching. Somehow we still have two <laughs> only here. All right, uh, thank you guys for joining us this weekend. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Adios. Adios.